Welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode is talking you through normalcy, normal behaviors, feelings, emotions that happen on a day-to-day basis, during a breakup, whatever the case may be. So before I dive into that topic, um, I want you to head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for this podcast because it would mean so much. It would help the podcast grow and it would help me spread this message to all the men who need it. So please head over to iTunes, scroll to the bottom, leave a rating and a review. Very easy. It takes you two seconds. And then I would love to gift you something this Christmas. And this Christmas, I'm so excited because I'm heading over to Jersey. Um... I'm a Jersey girl, if you guys know. Uh, My parents, uh, I grew up in Jersey, so I just moved to Cali actually two years ago. So Pico and I are hopping on a plane and flying over there. I'm super pumped. And, uh, oh my God, my my aunt is texting me right now telling me what to get my grandma, along with 12 other family members. So there's literally a text with 12 people in it giving her my grandma's Christmas list. My grandma is 97, guys. She doesn't fucking want anything. <laughs> it's like warm booties, warm socks, warm blanket. <laughs> like, and we literally get her this stuff every fucking year. <laughs> so I'm just wondering if she's using it or if it's getting thrown out once a year because she knows she'll get new shit. Regardless, anyway, the holidays are here officially. Um, so yeah, let's before I dive into the actual topic of just giving you guys some Oh, what do I even call it? Um, Giving you some reassurance that it's okay to be human. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be sad, especially around breakups or things that happen to you. You know, you get laid off at work, you're pissed. It's okay. It's okay to feel pissed. And it's important to feel pissed to a certain extent, right? And I think a lot of guys, I mean, a lot of my clients recently, a couple of them have been going through this of just being in either dealing with a breakup or dealing with job frustration where they just get angry and then they're like, but you know, I have all this good stuff. I shouldn't be feeling angry. Who's to say what you should and shouldn't feel? You know, we're supposed to feel what we need to feel in the moment we feel it because whatever you resist persists. So if you hide feelings or you hold back from feeling a certain way, like think about it, if you're sad and you beat yourself up for being sad mentally and you're just saying, okay, why am I doing this? I'm so stupid. I have so much in my life to do, like to be grateful for it. Why am I sitting here frowning? But in that case, you're literally just making it worse because you're beating yourself up, making yourself feel stupid by bullying yourself, and you just stay in the loop of constant feeling like a downer when all you really needed to do was feel like shit, acknowledge it, say, hey, I feel like crap today. Tomorrow I'm going to feel better, but today is a shit show, and I'm okay with that. I'm going to accept it. I'm going to do my best to not make it worse, but I feel like crap. It's okay. Um, And I think... 
you know, it took me a while to get to this point, And my family will even admit to that. <laughs> my sister recently said, yeah, you, whenever I was sad, you would just say, think of the positives. You shouldn't be sad. <laughs> it was like five years ago. And I'm like, like today I get it. You know, I get the importance of life happens. You can't always be a positive person when you're feeling like crap. Um, but honestly, you know, as I said, the most important thing is to not dwell because there's a big difference on feeling what you feel and accepting it versus dwelling on it and letting it lead to worse feelings and allowing it to consume you and control you and take over your life. Because whenever you feel something for too, too long without understanding it, um, even if you do understand why you feel like crap, if you sit there and stay in that emotion, it dictates the quality of your life. Your emotion, your consistent, the consistency of your emotions dictates the quality of your life. I am very, um, I'm a firm believer in that. So the more, the more um, you sit in that emotional state, the more it's going to determine what happens to you on a daily basis because you're in that state. So think about what happens to people who are who are um, down all the time or feeling feeling bad about themselves. What does that do? It affects other parts of their lives because it affects their relationships with other people. They lose friends. Or they, you know, because no one wants to hang out with a with a person who who feels down all the time, unless they're other down people, which then feeds your downness, um, downness. Then you know, also your physicality changes, right? Because when you're in a depressed, when you're in a depressed state or mood, you you slump over. You're more likely to not make eye contact and not engage socially with people or interact or you know have your chest up where you're feeling in that state of confidence. You're feeling the exact opposite. You know, your feet, you're showing, your body is showing the world that you're an insecure person and that you don't want to be seen or heard. And then you start feeling that way. No one wants to see me or hear me. And then it's, see how this, it's this vicious cycle, especially when it comes to body mind connection. So when you notice that you're in a state, accept it, you know, but then give it an amount of time for you to, for you to hold it hold on to it. Because as I said, negative emotions are important. They're important to feel, they're important to express, and you need them. We need them. They're there to protect us, essentially. It's a survival mechanism. You know, when we're pissed, it's just our body is saying something needs to change or something's not right, or I don't want to be in this situation again. Otherwise, how would we know not to put ourselves in hurtful or harmful, dangerous places with people or things? So, you really want to look at it that way. You can still be pissed, but be in a state of kindness towards yourself. That's still possible, right? So what do I mean by that? If you are pissed off at someone, you could you could just say to yourself, okay, like I'm human. I'm really angry right now. This is not my ideal situation. I wish this didn't happen, but it did. So I'm going to be the adult that I am and I'm going to, you know, sit here in this, feel it, understand it, and then I'm going to move on. And you could even give yourself a time frame of when do I choose to start moving on. And this can happen if you're having, I mean, you could do this if you're having a bad day, if something happens to you in the moment, during a breakup, you know, and sometimes a breakup takes time. I mean, I have one of my clients who's going through a breakup right now, and he's at that place where where he just feels kind of like am I holding on to this too long? I know I should move on. I know I should move on. But he is taking the steps to move on. So I said, hey, like, let's look at your situation. Let's look at where you were and where you are now. And 
just show yourself and acknowledge right now that you are in fact moving on and that you're still a human. You're still going to be upset. You're still going to be confused and angry and pissed. That's okay. You know, there's still going to be those feelings that come like it is a roller coaster when you get out of a relationship. And um, physiologically and psychologically, I should say it's it's more so because your brain, I think I've said this before, your brain is trying to to, um, you know, get back in touch with the fact that, hey, this person that used to be in your life very often is now missing. So your brain is is reorganizing itself to make new patterns for your way of life. So if you, because think about it, it just makes sense. If you had someone, and this is why we get upset, even if we ended the relationship ourselves, or even if we knew it was good for us, we still get upset with breakups because our brain is in the habit of keeping this one person in our life and they fill a certain, a time frame, right? Um, some more so than others. So when we lose that time or when we lose that person, it creates a gap of nothingness. So we do fair, we do start feeling this, this lack or this emptiness, um, or this aloneness, even though we're not alone. And even though we knew it was for the best and, you know, maybe we didn't, maybe the whole situation sucks and we really wish that person wouldn't leave us, but they did. And regardless of where you're coming from, it's still to the brain feels the same as though something's missing. Um, now don't get me wrong, obviously you'll be more upset if you wanted the relationship to, to move forward, you know, but, um, but there's still, there's still that sense of, um, you know, something's wrong or I don't feel normal yet. So it is normal to not feel normal after you break up, at least for a few weeks, you know, sometimes a month or two, depending on how long the relationship was. But I would say, you know, and you know, people ask, when is it time to move on? How do I know when it's time to move on? Only you know when it's time. You know, I can't tell you oh, in three days or in three months, <laughs> like one year, you, it's time to move on. That's how you know. You know by, by the way of what you want in life and how you, your understanding of the situation and knowing that you've taken something away from it. And even if you haven't, that at least you understand what happened and you, um, you can move forward in a way that's not still resentful of the other person or trying to get back at the other person. Um, that's how you know when you have that clear state of mind where where you're ready to do things for you again. Um, so I would, I would keep that in mind, guys. And I would remember when you're having a shitty day, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Just feel like shit. And then tell yourself, all right, what am I going to do tomorrow to feel less like shit? Maybe you could do it that way. And then the next day, okay, what can I do to feel even more or less than shit? Like even happier. I would say focus on more on what you focus more on what you want to feel versus not wanting. Because the brain doesn't hear the knots and the no's. It hears the main message. Um, so if you say, you know, I don't want to be depressed every day. I don't want to be depressed. And you constantly repeat that to yourself. Your brain just hears, I want to be depressed. So always switch your attention towards, okay, what do I want? Like, I know what I don't want, but let's reframe it, rephrase it to what I want my brain to actually look for. Okay. Um, and I was just on a phone call with a guy who has a hard time finding happiness. And, you know, I, I asked him, well, what does make you happy? What are you, what are you sure of that puts a genuine smile on your face? And he you know, he said what it was. And I said, okay, well, how can you increase that over the next few days? You know, what can you do that you wouldn't normally do to in terms of doing that more, doing it differently? 
And, um, and he, he had an answer for it. And sometimes it's simple. It's as simple as that. It's just putting that one thing in your life a little more, maybe one time more a week. And then noticing, Hey, like my mood is starting to shift because if you do that over time, you notice that you have, you start filling your schedule and your mind with things that are working for you and things that do make you feel good, the ways that you want to feel. And you have less of that anxiety or that stress or, you know, that feeling of emptiness because you're filling that emptiness with things that work for you and that are good for you. So I just wanted to uh, validate you guys. That was the word I was looking for before. I want to validate you guys and just say, you know, especially I'm talking a lot about stress and stuff during the holidays. I should be talking about excitement too. I feel like I've been talking a lot about stress and anxiety. Maybe because I've been in a stressful and anxiety anxious place for a few days. But um but yeah, I think it's you know, it's that time where we can be a little more anxious, but let's also get excited, guys. And sometimes what it takes to not feel sad is like, what can I get excited about in my life? Like what what in my life excited me before and how can I bring that back? What's one thing I can do this weekend to to get excited for? Or one person I can get excited to see? Or call on the phone. You know, it doesn't have to be major. Um, but just prepping ourselves for that. Prepping our mental state for that. You know, what excites me? And you have to think about that because we're all different, right? So it's not like I can say, do this and you'll be excited. You have to know what excites you. What, what gets you out of bed? Like, seriously, think about, think about when we were kids, guys, like Christmas morning, if you guys celebrate Christmas, um, Christmas morning, we just got out of bed no matter what fucking time it was. I woke up at 2 a.m. every single morning as a kid up until I was like 15 because I thought it was funny. And then I was just like a shitty, uh, shitty teenager who hated everyone. And then I stopped, but (laughs) but I did it literally up until like, I was almost an adult just to like piss my parents off because all my life I would do it. I would wake up at two. I would wake them up and I'd be like, it's Christmas morning. Let's go. And um, they'd be like, Steph, go back to sleep. Seriously. Like, it's not funny because I would keep coming in the room. And it was this whole like tradition, like I said, up until I was 15. But think about like, think about that thing as a kid, like Christmas morning, you would just get up. It didn't matter what. You were just so excited for life because of that day right? Of course it was because you were getting fucking presents, <laughs> like, but still there was an incentive. There was something that was motivating you to get up and feel passion for that day. And as adults, we lose that. And not all of us though, like sometimes I have it. Sometimes it's very strong for me. Other times it's not. Um, lately, to be honest, it hasn't been as strong as it was maybe six months ago. But um, but I'm doing what I can to get back there because I know that it's the best way to live. I felt it before. I loved it. And I'm on my way back there. And it really is having that, you know, having that feeling of what can I, what great is going to, what greatness can come from this day. It doesn't even necessarily have to be what will come, like what's definitely going to happen today. It could be what can happen like who fucking knows what can happen. And when you dream and when you have these goals in your head and when you when you get excited about little things like a kid does, you approach life differently. You approach your morning differently. You know, you get out of bed because you just hey, what if one of my what if one of the things in my head happens? 
that would be fucking awesome. And in order to get that motivation and that excitement, we have to actually think about the things we want. And, you know, too often we're just not focused there. We're focused on, I just want to make it through work. I just want to make it through my life. I just want to be able to, you know, stay out of debt. That's all I want. Is that really all you want? That would make you happy just staying out of debt. That's That would make the greatest life. You know, you have one life and your goal is to stay out of debt. Like, seriously, like, have at least have a vision for yourself. You know, you don't have to, like, 100% know for sure it's going to happen, but get excited about something. Have something that can push you because your body is not going to go anywhere if you don't push it, if the mind doesn't push it. And, you know, I say push in a way that's not aggressive, but just in excitement have that childish energy in your head where it's like, okay, how can we play today? You know, I think we all need to start playing more too and just having that feeling of lightness. And I know we're adults and life is stressful and sometimes it sucks and we have responsibilities and, you know, sometimes it sucks a lot, but that doesn't mean that you can't add things into your life purposely for the purpose of making yourself feel happier, more excited or whatever word you want to replace those with, you know, because we're still kids. We're still kids trapped in adult bodies and we want to have fun and we want to laugh and we want to be happy and we want to feel free and relaxed. So in order to feel those things, we have to know what we need to do to get there. And sometimes, like I said, it's as simple as changing one thing the entire week or, you know, just one thing, one change doesn't mean you have to wake up at 5 a.m. every day, like, out of nowhere. It doesn't mean you have to take cold showers. Just do one fucking thing that makes you happy once a week if you're not doing anything right now. Because that's what promotes change. What can you get excited about? Make a list. You know, the New Year's coming up. This is the most important time for us to get to get focused on what happened this year and what we want to happen next year. How can we make next year a little better? doesn't have to be drastically bigger, two times bigger, 10 times bigger. No, it just has to be a little bit better. But you have to know what better means to you. You know, if you say, all right, I'm going to do better next year. Okay, what does that mean? Tell me about that. Take it further. Get more specific. Because if you're not specific, your brain can't get specific and then your actions will not be specific. So if you want shit to actually change and you want it to happen, you have to know what you want to change and how you want it to happen. And sometimes it doesn't always happen the same how that you have in mind, but it happens a different way. And that's what's great about just visualizing things and having things in your head ready ready to go. Like, this is what would be really great if I, if I had this. Because think of the power of our subconscious mind, guys. It's 98% of our, of our thoughts is subconscious. That's crazy. Oh, whenever I think about that, I freak out. Oh, I just woke up Pico. He was sleeping on my lap. But, um, but seriously, like we have the power to plant these ideas in our minds of, of just having this consistent thought every day. Like, this is what I want. This is what I want. And when that's in your subconscious, guess what your body starts doing? It reacts to that thought on a day-to-day basis. For the majority of the day, it's thinking of ways to come up with that, to make that thing happen. But you're not consciously thinking about it, so you don't get it. You're not aware that this is happening. But you have to understand that it does happen. And that's why you have to understand the power of your thoughts and the power of clarity and giving yourself specifics in terms of what you want and keeping focus there. Because it's just so easy. It is way too easy 
to just feel like crap and just want to sit there and dwell in it for months and then you know look back on the year and be like well this year sucked like here we go another another depressed and I know most of you guys don't think this way <laughs> but um I know a lot of you have made a lot of accomplishments because you reached out to me and you told me um and it's fucking awesome I'm so proud of you guys but you know if you do have that feeling of you know like here we go again or oh boy like don't stress about it man just how can you make next year better literally just ask yourself that and it could be one thing because all you have to do is improve one step it doesn't have to be 10 steps it just has to be a step and sometimes it could be really simple to come up with that step and be consistent with it as long as you don't overwhelm yourself you know that's the problem with new year's people are like i'm going to change this i'm going to do this i'm going to do this like dude just maybe get out of bed an hour earlier like three times a week to start and then improve on that right so i am going crazy on a tangent here <laughs> Uh, if you're still listening at this point, thank you for listening. Um, but yeah, I just, I just think it's important to, to validate you guys in terms of what's normal and that feeling like crap sometimes it's normal. It's okay. And I want you to know that especially during breakups, it's normal to feel very confused and very mad and sad and roller coaster emotions. Even if, you know, if it was for the best or you did it, or, you know, if she broke up with you, then it's the same shit. It's just, it's okay. It's okay to feel that way. It's just don't sit there and let it consume your life because, you know, when you sit there, it becomes your temperament and then that becomes your personality the more you sit in that emotional state. So you don't want your personality to be this this sad guy who's antisocial and doesn't want to, you know, open up to anybody. So you need to be aware, like, how long have I been sitting in this emotion? Does that seem healthy to me? And Am I ready to move on? What can I do to move on? What's one step I can do to move on a little further? All right. So keep that in mind, guys. That is the podcast episode for today. Like I said, hit me up for a complimentary call. Seriously, just DM me on Instagram. It is complimentary. I've helped so many guys around the world um, personally, and this call is personal to you. So I would love to get an idea of what you're, where you are in your life right now in your relationships, where you want to be. And let's get clear on those two things that you are clear on what needs to happen next, right? Sometimes it takes another perspective, especially a female perspective, to help you to help you out there and ask you the right questions. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world. Talk to you soon.